Welcome to today's Premier Experts, your one-stop shop to find industry experts in a variety of niches. My name is Ray Perez, and I'm a global branding expert. I travel the world speaking to entrepreneurs and business owners, and we've created this show to take advantage of their wealth of knowledge. I interview experts across different fields to learn what has made them become successful. When you interview people from a wide range of industries, those points of views brought together can create massive success for your business. Welcome back to today's Premier Experts. I'm your host, Ray Perez, and today's special guest is Marco Robinson, who is a celebrity entrepreneur investor. But before we get into the interview, we have a special segment called Million Dollar Mindset. This is where we get the opportunity to ask high-level CEOs what it takes to reach seven figures and beyond. Check it out. Hi, my name is Jody Rich. I'm the CEO of People Browser, and we've built a product called CryptoCred. CryptoCred is a coin that creates engagement. So I could put your face on the coin, you can personalize it, your brand, and when you give me that coin, it creates conversation and it creates connection. So the coin actually is the network. And what that does for you is it allows you to own your own data, it gives you control of the newsfeed, and really importantly, it makes you feel like you have a currency to actually convert and monetize your social interactions. Now, how does that work? Well, there are quite a few members here at Hero Club, and we're rolling out a coin for recognizing those people. There'll be various levels, and if you get the coin, that coin will entitle you to something. You can put redemption on the back. Or uh, we're doing a really interesting project in New York. In New York, there's a lot of amazing street art. And so the street artists are putting their art on the front of the coin, and then when that coin is sold, they're getting a royalty. So whether someone actually you know, destroys it to get rid of the building and, and the art doesn't exist anymore, it will be captured forever on the coin on the blockchain. And because what we've done is both on the Ethereum and the Stellar blockchains, it's really easy for people just to get set up. And in the crypto industry, there are a lot of people who go, oh, I'd like to be in crypto, but I don't really know how to do it. So our background is that we've created a platform for social engagement. We've done work for the US government, DARPA, Department of Defense, major banks. And by integrating Ethereum and Stellar into that platform, we give normal people, social influencers and small business, the ability to create their own coin that has engagement. 1972, when I was 12, I started writing computer code on punch cards. I started a company that bred tropical fish and rented fish tanks to people. So after school I would go around with my bucket and I would clean out fish tanks and I would charge people a few hundred dollars a month for that and I paid my friends at school a dollar a fish tank to clean them out and I had a whole network of fish tanks and that's how I made some money and in, in, when I was 17 years old I started trading commodity futures, made $100,000 trading futures and then lost it all. In the process though, I started writing software on Apple II computers, and that was the first company that I took public. So I took that company public in 1987, sold it to an Asian group. I then took five years off, went to Wharton, taught people to fly aeroplanes, went to cooking school, studied nanotechnology, and in about 1995, I bumped into uh, Rupert Murdoch's son, Lachlan, started a telco, 
with another another gentleman uh, called James Packer, built that company up to six billion market cap. Uh, we went public, then went through the tech crash. Was involved in litigation. I was personally in the witness box for 42 days. Ended up winning that case, and I started this company 10 years ago when I was in an ashram dreaming about what I wanted to do next. And what really gives me a passion is building tools for collaboration. In 1969, I can remember watching the first man stepped on the moon. And it wasn't actually that he was stepping on the moon that gave me goosebumps. It was that everyone else around me was feeling, this is amazing, we should be doing this as humans. And collaboration has always been really top of my mind. And so I think you know, we can spend $450 billion and go to Mars. I think that's a higher cause for all of us. And we can also build tools that, that, that take that generous spirit that we have. Because I think humans are 50% selfish and 50% generous. But we need to build tools that really make us more generous and more collaborative. And that's what I'm doing. I'm building a social network platform that's now integrated with crypto so that anyone can have a coin that they share with everyone else. I think the, the biggest issue is that you're not going to get it right the first time. And you have to iterate, 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 iterate. And if you iterate 100 times, you probably have to iterate another 100 times to get the product right. This is in tech, this is in building things. The other, the other thing that I think is easy to do, we, as, as entrepreneurs, we believe in people. And I think it's impossible to find good people all the time. I think you have to make decisions about people quickly. Um, the worst thing you can do is hang on to people who are not as passionate, who are not on the same team. And so I, I would say um, there have been people who, a long time ago, who perhaps could have been doing other things rather than being on the team. I'm now really lucky. I have an amazing team and they're all really passionate about it. But it's taken me years to get to that point. Welcome to Brandon Two Days, the ultimate branding experience that will make you a celebrity in your industry in only two days. What I like best about Brandon Two Days is being able to intermingle with so many experts in whatever their specific spaces are. The fact that I literally went from not knowing what direction to go in, how to present myself. I mean, I was just completely lost and now I'm focused and I'm very clear about what I need to do and that's life-changing for me. Oh, Brandon Two Days is amazing because you literally brand in two days. So there's none of this back and forth. It was just such a gift to be able to actually get it done there. The whole experience of being with business owners and entrepreneurs. And it's not just the education. You walk away with actual branding material, photography, videography, your own 360 site. The types of people that can benefit from Branding Two Days are people like authors, consultants, speakers. Anyone who is really the face of their business. Anyone that's in the coaching industry. And really anyone who wants to build a strong presence on social media media. To learn more, visit brandin2days.com. He is a best-selling author and award-winning entrepreneur. He has made countless radio and TV appearances and has spoken at several prestigious events. He personally owns over 100 properties and is now a property developer in his own right, making him a self-made millionaire many times over. He has his own foundation serving underprivileged children and female single parents. 
So let's dive right into the interview with our special guest, Marco Robinson. Welcome to the show, Marco. Thank you, Ray. Thank you so much for being here. You are actually my first international guest ever on today's Congratulations. Premier. And especially for you, I wore my velvet jacket. Nice jacket. And I see that you wore yours as yeah, well. You saw mine and you thought, mm, damn. I had right. to step it up a notch. So thank you so much for doing that. And that's actually great that we're talking about that because stepping it up a notch and it has to do with the, the circle that you, that you spend your time circle with. Circle of influence, yeah. And, uh, and we met not too long ago at the C-Suite Network at the Hero Club with Jeffrey Hazlett. Yeah. And uh, I knew immediately that you were the type of person that I wanted to be in that circle. So thank you so much for being on the show and taking the time to actually come out here to Miami, yeah, Florida. My pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. So let's start off a little bit by just share a little bit about your background and how you got to where you're at today. Well, I'm a bit older than you, Ray. Just a little bit. Just a little bit older. But you look better than me, actually. So. Nah, nah, nah. Don't be silly. So when I was two years old, my mum left my dad because he was a gambler. So they, she had no money. She had no choice other than to leave that situation. And she went to live with her mum, and she was sexually abused by her stepfather, so she had to leave that situation as well. And this only came out last year, 50 years after the event, because we were doing the backstory from a TV show. And it came out, she told me then wow. what had happened. So we slept, well, I didn't know, but I was two years old, and we slept in the park. It was minus five degrees that night. There was nowhere to go. And it was snowing, and she's holding me in her arms. This is in London. This is in Manchester, north of England. So it's colder wow. there, right? And anyway, so for the next few years, we were kind of moving around all over the place, on and off, being homeless. Uh, she wasn't educated or she wasn't in, you know, university or anything like that. So she had to work and to pay the bills. And then she married another guy that was kind of a bipolar personality in the sense that he was happy in one respect, but then he was quite violent. So, you know, I saw him abuse my mum as well, which is a scary thing to watch as a kid because yeah. I couldn't do anything about that. So anyway, um, I hated school, I hated everything about school, just detested it. So I didn't really go. When I did go, I left, you know. And by the time I was 16, I was working. I had my first job at 11 years old. And then I kind of um, just basically worked myself to death, you know, so mm -hmm. I could get some money. And then I broke through in sales, in direct sales. I was originally selling timeshare in the UK. I was selling timeshare in Spain that was in, that, from Manchester. Okay. And it was like the hardest job because it was commission only. So I learned really quickly how to sell because otherwise you couldn't eat, right? Yep. So I became a success doing that. And I, was, uh, I broke the world record in sales in that industry. And then I was offered jobs all over the world. And I went to Malaysia in 97 to run a public company. Turned that around, made it a billion dollar company. Um, but when I was 29, I had a heart, my, my, I had a heart attack. 29? Yeah. So I was under so much stress in work that it all got to me and I was rushed to hospital. And then about a month later, I found out my wife was having an affair with my best friend, which didn't help the heart attack. And then um, I lost all my money on the stock market because I bought share options in the company I was working for, but they played me out. So it was like, I learned a lot about politics and corporations and working your way up the ladder that is just not healthy. So after that I left, and then I became an, an entrepreneur by default really. Hmm because I didn't want to work for anybody else. That was my thing. I didn't want to have a boss ever again. So that was a pivotal moment for me. So I did that, and then I did uh, some consultancy work. I spoke, um, trained salespeople. And then in 2008, I started a vacation incentive company. So I found a hack. Because my question was, how can I be a millionaire? Because I was sick of having no money. So this idea came to me, so I thought about using the spare rooms in the hotels that weren't used. Mm -hmm. And I thought about if a person checks out of a hotel and doesn't get a room bill, they're gonna spend more money psychologically. 
and I did a beta test. I actually tried it, and it, it was true. So I rang these hotels. Most of them said, no, we're not going to give you free rooms. Some of them said, yeah. So I got these free rooms, put it into a voucher, like a vacation voucher, branded it in their company name. And my first sale was to Citibank, and I sold 10,000 vouchers at $65 each, which is 650 grand. Wow. Right? And then that year, I made $12 million. Wow. Yeah. From one idea. <laughs> right? From nowhere. I mean, a guy off the street, not educated. So that was really cool. And then I had all this money. I didn't know what to do with it. So my friends said, well, why don't you buy some real estate? So I bought some real estate, became successful in that. And when I do something, I want to be the, the, the best at doing it. Yep. So I want to be this kind of guy. Yep. And I want to prove to people that, you know, I, I've got an edge or I can give, some, give them value that they're not getting right now. So my first book I wrote in 2008, that became a number one bestseller. My second book, The Financial Freedom Guarantee, was about real estate. And it was actually about mostly USA real estate. So I found an algorithm where I could find out the best properties that give the best returns. So I looked at like factors like population growth, government taxes, a few other things like that. And I won an award for that. I won the People's Choice Best Real Estate Investment Company twice for getting people the best returns. And then um, Channel 4 TV, the biggest TV station in the UK, government owned, mm -hmm. they called me last year and said, would you like to give a house away on TV to address the social housing issue in the UK? Because in the UK, very few people can afford a house. They, they, you have to put 30% deposit down, which is like 40,000 pounds, which most people yeah, don't have, yeah. you know? Uh, and rent is getting more expensive because people can't afford to buy, so there's more demand. So I said, I'd love to do that. And they did ask a lot of people before me. They were richer than me. And uh, I said, yeah, I'd love to do that. So I did that show and I gave, at the end of that show, I gave three houses away. Wow. So I gave one house to a single mother, lovely girl called Holly, who had a baby that was one year old. And she reminded me of my mum and me when I was a kid. So she had rain coming through the roof of the, the, the flat she was in. And it was horrendous. She'd been abused sexually and God knows what. And then I met um, this Syrian refugee family that were in England for 10 years. And they paid 20,000 US dollars to a human trafficker to get them out of Syria 10 years ago in a ship container. Oh, wow. Can you imagine? Wow. With the, so this is a guy and two children. They couldn't afford to bring them on. Yeah. And there was no windows in the ship, and they didn't know where they were going to be. And they ended up in London. And they, when I met them, they, were, they had nowhere to... They weren't living in a house. They were living under a bridge in a church shelter. Guy, 64 years old, PhD, four PhDs. Kids, accountant's degrees, oh. 21 and 23. So they would walk from the bridge or the shelter every day to the library to study accountancy. When the library closed, they would have to go to the shopping mall the food court, but they had no money so they couldn't eat. So they had to wait till the church shelter opened at like eight to get a meal. Wow. That was their story, so gave them a house. And then there was a lady that was 90% blind, great friend of mine called Joe, uh, that works in the emergency services in like 911, you'd call it here. So yep. she answered the calls every day, but she had no savings and she's 50 years old. So I helped her with the house as well. So that was really amazing because it was the most fulfilling thing I've ever done in my life. And that's yeah. kind of where you, uh, I think, really f found out that success isn't just about how much money you make, right? No, that's, money's just a game. It's just a scorecard, you know? What life is all about is the difference you can make to another human. Absolutely. Yeah, and the difference, you know, if you can stop suffering and create an opportunity for somebody that would never have it normally, that's a, an a tremendous thing that you can do. And it's the highest value in terms of you as a human. 
yeah, and to it's, give something and like it's that. something that gives true fulfillment in yourself, and and I know that from personal experience, yeah. and and that's kind of how it led you to Big Love Technologies, right? Can yes. you share a little bit about that? Yeah, so I was, I was doing the TV show, and as I was doing that, I thought, I need, how can I help more people? Because I wanted to do more. Yeah. And I was, you know, racking my brains and brains for like six to eight months about this. And I came up with a, with a concept called Big Love. Um, and I discovered that charity, most of the money that you send, doesn't actually get there. Over 90% is lost in the organization. Yes, I, I have much familiarity with that. I'm involved in many foundations and charities, and that is an actual true statistic. Yeah, I'm sure many viewers do as well, you know. And... Um, because of that, I thought, well, that's not right, you know, people aren't getting the help. So I found a, a technology where it can actually send the money to a homeless family. I could guarantee they get 100% of your funds, and on my app, you can see them getting it and chat to them. Okay, so explain how that works. Yeah. So this is using something called blockchain technology, which is very relatively new technology, and it's basically um, a technology where it's completely transparent. So you can see where you're sending the money to, Pete. So I can send money to you, but there's no middleman, there's no bank. So I send money to you, you're gonna get it instantly. Oh, wow. Yeah. And every touch point along the way is recorded and audited in a smart contract. So it can be for any transaction, for like a supply chain business, banks moving money around, charities, all that kind of stuff, many applica health applications. So if you can imagine, Let's say someone had an accident on the highway and they were, you know, attended to by a doctor in an ambulance. Normally the paramedic would come, wouldn't know, wouldn't know how to treat them fully because they wouldn't know the blood type, the medical background. Yep. So they could take a thumbprint and find out all the history instantly. Through the blockchain? Through the blockchain. Wow. So you can treat that person with the right medication straight away. That's how powerful this technology is. So I applied that technology to charity and I made a way that I could use it to be transparent with the people that you're sending it to. Wow. And then I found out the best charity is not actually just giving, it's making a condition that when you help someone, they can also help you. So it's called conditional altruism. <laughs> I help you, you help me. And this is actually, this is actually how enterprise and business also works. So yeah. Ray, I help you, I signed up to your program, now you signed up to my program, but yep. we help each other out in more ways because there's so much more leverage when we can do when we can work together. Am win, I right? Win win. Total win. Yeah. It's a win for you, it's a win for me, but it's also a win for the greater good. Correct. So everybody wins. So you can microfine mean, we can build houses for like four thousand dollars on a three D printing machine in one day. Wow, that that's amazing. I've seen that online. Yeah. And, so, and you guys are providing that for homeless families through the technology yeah, of the Yeah, we've already got the first house built in Peru, moved the family in, and that, fa that family's now got a smartphone, they're trading cryptocurrency, they're making money. They don't have to work every day. So you don't, you don't only allow people to be able to deliver uh, money uh, through charity, but also like supplies, yes. blankets, things yes. that they might need, and as well, you teach the homeless educate them yeah. in ways that they can start making money without actually even having to get out there and. Yeah, because there are two, traditional job. Yeah, there are two billion people that don't have a bank account, and we call them the excluded, hmm. because the banks ignore them because they don't have an income for the bank. So, education is the absolute key to that, and a lot of people have a misconception about homeless families in thinking that they're drunks or drug addicts or the stupid and idiots and stuff like that. But they're not. They're just humans that have not had the best conditions. You know. Yep. So I teamed up with Kevin Harrington because he saw my TV show and invited me over. I said, Marco, I love what you're doing. 
and I'd love to do a TV show with you where I can educate them to start their own business right. and be a shark in a great humanitarian way. That's and I, we just finished recording with Kevin last week. You were there. Yep. And, you know, he's, to he's totally on board with that. That's amazing. So we're going to start a TV show in the States where we do give a house away, but we also teach them to build an ecosystem, financial ecosystem, around the house so they can actually keep it and pay the bills and, you know, prosper in that environment. That, that's amazing. I love yeah. the fact that, you know, you've, you've given away three homes for free. Yeah. You've started not only a charity, but with a technology that's going to be able to impact and affect more people with full transparency. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for, for, for our viewers out there and people who are entrepreneurs and, you know, um, have maybe haven't seen the success that, that they expect or have been working for. I mean, you came from nothing. You came from being homeless and you, you're completely self-made. What's the best advice that you can give to them? The best advice is you've got to let go of fear. And it's the toughest thing. And you've got to think, well, what's the worst that can happen? I mean, for me, I, you know, I'd go and live in the park. I don't give a shit. <laughs> because I've been there, I can survive. You know what I mean? So what you've got to do, and like Tony Robbins says, if you want to take the island, you've got to burn the boats. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. you've got to really commit to your, to your vision. But before you commit to your vision, you've got to make sure it's the right vision. And you've got to believe it, because to believe in something, you have to commit everything, and you've got to see the end in mind. You've got to see the outcome of what your business is and what value it gives to people, and actually see the customers benefiting from it. Yeah. It's got to be so crystal clear, that vision, that really creates a purpose for you to move and take action. Well, you got so many things happening. I'm so excited that you're coming over to the US, you're working with Kevin, and you're gonna be doing big things. Yeah. Um, if someone wanted to get in contact with you, whether it's on social media, you're different, you have a, a website that they can connect to everything? MarcoRobinson360.com, Ray, that you set me up with, <laughs> <laughs> which is cool. Um, also, richlistnow.com. Talk about a little bit that. about the rich list, because yeah. that, that's, that's a really interesting uh, uh, new thing that you've launched. You, you, you've, you've had the, the, the platform in Malaysia for quite a while, and it's been super successful, and yeah. now you're bringing it over to the States. Yeah. Share a little bit about the rich list. So what we do is we're able to fund entrepreneurs through a merit and reward system. So that means the hardest thing as an entrepreneur is to get the capital to start what you're doing. Second hardest thing, is to keep it, <laughs> right? Yes. Because most people don't have the education or the mentoring to succeed in a blueprint kind of deal where you've got Kevin or me with you all the time saying, yeah. right, don't do that, do this instead, where the, we're kind of holding your hand, right? So Kevin loved that idea because we can actually, we want, we want to fund people that are really desperate to succeed. We don't want to fund people who are like, ah, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't matter, yeah. right? So that's a big, big deal for us. So we test people, we bring them into the rich list, and we test them by, it's like the shark time meets the apprentice. So if you, look at, if you think about the show, The Apprentice, the people in that show are given tasks. Correct. To sell products or create a company one day, do different things. The most important skill as an entrepreneur, the most undervalued skill, but the most utilized and most leveraged is the ability to sell. Yes. That's to, to actually you know, buy into your brand. So me and Kevin, we mentor um, entrepreneurs. We, get, we give them tests to sell our products, and we've got, you know, our products are generic. That means we've got our own fully licensed travel agency. We've got our own cosmetics company, cruelty-free. We've got our own property company. So we've got, our businesses are very much consumer-driven and the most popular consumer brands and products. Now, when you pass the test, we give you the capital, and then we bring you into the Richlist ecosystem and make you part of our company group and then we give you a merchant 
where you can actually give vacations away from that are worth $4,000, but you only pay $50 for your clients to buy your products. That's probably one of my favorite, being a speaker, someone that sells from the stage and being yeah. able to have that incentive, that's probably one of my favorite things that you do. Yeah, so you could say, buy my course and I'll give you a free seven day holiday in North America, the Caribbean or Mexico for a family of four, a luxury holiday worth $4,000. The perceived value of that is off the charts. So that comes from my background of hacking those hotel rooms. I'm able to bring that into the God, DNA of yeah. that. So it helps you as an entrepreneur actually get more sales. Well, if that makes it? sense, that's how it all fits together. And vacation is the number one thing that every human being yes. wants to everyone do. Wants, everyone goes on holiday. The average American spends three to $5,000 a year. Everybody needs a holiday. Yep. Right? And it's something that when you give a gift of a holiday, people value that more than cash or discounts because they have to spend the money anyway. So you're actually saving them five grand. Yeah. If that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow, well, it's, it's been an amazing uh, opportunity to have you here on the show and uh, dropping some knowledge bombs for, for our studio audience. If anyone wants to get in contact with Marco, it's marcorobinson360.com. Make sure you connect with him. Uh, he's doing amazing things over the pond and now in the States as well, and he's an overall great guy. So, Marco, thank you so thank much. Thank you for so much, Ray. Really appreciate it. All the best, thank you. Thank you for joining us on today's Premier Experts. I'm Ray Perez, reminding you to never leave for tomorrow what you can do today and always stay true to your brand. If you or anyone you know is an expert in a particular niche or industry, we would love to have a conversation about potentially being on the show. Just visit todayspremierexperts.com, click on Be a Guest, and fill out the form. Thank you for listening to the Today's Premier Experts podcast, hosted by Ray Perez, produced by Julian Camacho, and junior producers, David Velasquez and Diego Leon. Presented by AMP Productions. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>